Welcome to the Sean Stevenson Show. I'm Sean Stevenson, your host and professional speaking guide. You have a message to share, and I can teach you how to get it to millions. The Sean Stevenson Show, the best resource for building a lucrative speaking business and a fulfilling life. Enjoy the show. Hello, my friend. Let's just get right into it for the first segment of Behind Closed Doors. Mindy and I just came back from Los Angeles. We drove seven and a half hours from Phoenix to L.A. We spent the night in Santa Monica, and then got up the next morning to be in a major motion picture, which was really interesting and exciting because we knew very little about it. It was called Impact. It's not going to come out for about another year, and it's all about uh, how individuals are dealing with different challenges in businesses and life. And so we got paired up with a man who is a former armed service. He was in the Marines, I believe, and he served two active duty tours of combat over in the Middle East. And he returned home to start a company uh, in the homeopathic industry, uh, Flower Essence Company. So he takes the essence, whatever that means, of a flower and puts them into a specific kind of formula so that people can do everything from sleep to better digest their food, you name it. Anyway, he's been in business for nine years and he's yet to turn a profit. So he's borrowed hundreds of thousands of dollars from family and friends, and he's trying to see if he can break out and make this thing work. And they brought Mindy and I in as behavioral experts to coach him. And what people don't understand is when you're building a company uh, in the field of advice and the guru industry, there's a lot that you do that goes behind the scenes. Mindy and I do a lot of podcasts, um, being interviewed by other people's podcasts, uh, articles that we've been interviewed for, and I've been in a few movies with Mindy, uh, documentaries. Some have come out, some have not. Uh, Some were big hits, some were uh, not even making the radar, and so we took a leap of faith on this movie, and when we sat down with this individual, we started to question him about his motives in his business and his life. And one of the things that I noticed right away is how defensive I felt he was being. And I called him out on it. I asked him to check out his body language and listen to his words and to feel his energy. And then I asked him to reach out and hold my hand. And as he was holding my hand, I was able to make physical eye contact physical contact and eye contact with him. I just had a a real conversation with him about how I'm not there to attack him. I'm there to help. And the reason why I bring this up today for you is because there may be people in your life that are trying to help you that you think are attacking you. Maybe you're so far in it that you're stuck in that bear trap and people are trying to pull you out of it and you're biting them because you think they're trying to hurt you but maybe what they're really trying to do is to set you free to help you 
I know there are people in my life and have been throughout the years that have been very upset with me when I tried to give them advice, when I tried to show them a differing opinion than their own, when I tried to look out for their best interest. And sometimes when people are really wounded, they will lash out at anybody that comes close because they're just scared and they're hurt. And it was a, a really incredible experience. Unfortunately, after the cameras cut, Mindy and I continued to talk to him, and that's when he actually opened up. It's the moment that he realized he wasn't being watched anymore that he was able to be honest with us and be real. And I'm not positive that they cut the cameras, but more than likely it looked like they did. And that's when I thought of something else, which is, why do we act so different when we think people are watching versus when we don't think they're watching? You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my day by doing things behind closed doors that I would never do in public. And I don't know if it's because behind closed doors we feel okay. We feel like making a joke doesn't mean that we're not mean, doesn't mean that we're not racist, doesn't mean we're not um, discriminating because we did it behind closed doors. But there's a lot to be said about checking your integrity and your character behind closed doors. And talking with this individual, I learned a lot when the cameras were off. And so, you may not be followed around by cameras, but what are you thinking and what are you doing in your life when no one's watching. And you might think that that's the time you can do things to get away with things or that it doesn't matter, but that's when it really matters. Who are you being when no one's looking? What are you doing? What are you working on? What are you striving for? What sweat, what blood, what tears are you squeezing out Go toward your vision when no one's looking. It's easy to do something when all eyes are on you and you're pushing forward because you feel excited about the parade and the fanfare. But what what happens when everybody goes home? Do you keep pushing? And I'm not perfect. I can tell you that I've dropped the ball a lot behind closed doors. I can tell you I've not made the best of efforts and choices throughout my life. I've been lazy. I've made bonehead mistakes. But do you forgive yourself and move forward? Can you? Can you reset the clock and create a new life and make new choices behind closed doors that you're proud of? I know these are some deep thoughts, but I really want you pondering that the guru really shines when no one's looking. After we got back from that long drive from 
LA back to Phoenix, we, we had a long set of conversations. Mindy and I were driving mostly at night. Uh, we decided to caffeinate up and just take the long road, and uh, we didn't get home until probably 1 or 2 in the morning. We had a long conversation under the stars. If you've ever made the drive from Los Angeles to Phoenix at night, it's desolate through most of the drive. And we just had such great conversations about life. You know, I've talked about how I'm trying to figure out what my future holds. Now that I've made a lot of shifts in my business, it was just a really special night and a conversation that uh, was filled with uh, Sour Patch Kids, uh, caffeine, and stargazing. And I was so grateful to be able to share that evening with Mindy. When we got home, we got right back into our normal routines. Uh, Her father was in town. We hung out with her brother. Uh, We had business obligations. And one of the things that I got to do that I absolutely love is I got to run an online conversation with my group coaching. It's called Master Heart, and they're all individuals that have gone through my speaker training live event and have decided to take on their life and really develop their courage and their confidence and really go after their life, both big picture, and everyday habits and choices. And Master Heart is really exciting because we meet four times in person and about eight or nine times online. And we meet in person coming up here next month. We're going to have all these individuals over to my business headquarters, which is a beautiful home on the water. And then we're going to go to Maui, Hawaii for an event. After that, we're going to go to an event in Kenya, Africa, and then we're going to round out uh, the 12-month experience by returning back to our company headquarters here and finishing out. And we're going to take on four major topics. We're taking on health, wealth, uh, courage, and last one is relationships. And you might say, why do one specifically on courage? Well, that event is going to be called Squirm, and it's all about how your most uncomfortable, awkward experiences are going to make you squirm. And what happens is after you squirm, you have an opportunity for a new reality. See, the, the reason why most people don't get a new reality, they keep repeating the old one, is because they're afraid to have squirm moments. They're afraid to have awkward conversations. They're afraid to confront people. They're afraid to say no more. They're afraid to say, I won't take this. They're afraid to say, I quit. They're afraid to say goodbye. They're afraid to say, I love you. They're afraid to say, let's do this. They're afraid to do something that's going to make them squirm. And the Master Heart group is all about having a tribe of people who have your back during those squirm-worthy moments. And I've had many squirm-worthy moments this year, moments where I felt so scared, so lost, so confused, but leaned in and 
and headed in the direction of my fear. You know, one of my friends, Peter Scott, he has this great term. He says, fear is the only thing that gets smaller as you head toward it. It's so true. So that's my question to you. What's that thing that you are worried about squirming over that you know you need to go do in your business or your life? What's that one thing that's going to be uncomfortable, awkward, make you feel like you're totally out of your comfort zone? Because that's the shit that you need to be working on. That's the stuff that really matters. Because if you keep taking the safe road, if you keep doing things that you know you are the master of, you're in control of, you have high predictability of success, you're not growing. You have to be squirming to grow. And so that's my point to you. Do things that make you squirm. One of the things that makes me squirm is the fact that I'm shifting up a lot of my personality these days. I gotta say, I'm really getting in touch with my introvert. I've been extroverted most of my life. I've made a a living out of being extroverted. But recently, I've wanted to spend a lot of time by myself or just with one or maybe two people, but not big crowds, not in front of people. I've wanted to spend a lot of time journaling and just being in silence. You know, we live in an iPod generation not even iPod, iPhone, smartphone generation where we have earbuds in at all times. But you know, when you're not listening to this podcast, it's okay to be in silence. It's okay to listen to your thoughts. Even if they might be a little harsh. Pay attention to yourself. Don't keep running away. Be with yourself. That's what's going to make you an incredible messenger. It's not always about giving advice that makes you a powerful world thought leader. It's about resonating with your audience. It's about being able to understand pain and having empathy For people going through difficult times. It's about being able to look somebody in the eye and say, you know, I don't know exactly what that must be like, but I've gone through experiences that brought up maybe similar emotions, and here's how I dealt with them. And that's what I want to kind of shift this podcast right now to the segment of I've been thinking. I've been thinking that the guru is not immune to being human. You can't be a guru and think you're not going to have human experiences. You're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to let people down at some point. You're going to drop the ball. Now, I know that's not very inspiring, but it's truthful because even the most controlled, disciplined persons I've met on this planet still 
had flaws. Still let things slip through the cracks at times. I have double booked myself in contracts, legal binding contracts, with two different clients on the same exact day and had a meltdown of how the hell are we going to fix this. And I had to get creative. Everything from uh, considering uh, charting a private jet to driving nonstop for 36 hours until finally I remedied it. I've had mistakes many times in my 23 years of being a speaker. But the thing that matters most is that you know that you're not immune to being human just because you're a guru or working to be a world thought leader. Humans don't want you to be perfect. They just want you to admit you're not perfect. There are days when you are not going to feel motivating when you're scheduled to motivate. There are going to be days where you don't feel like much of a leader where you're asked to lead. There will be days where you are going to be an inspiration for somebody to help them through a dark moment when you feel like you're in a dark moment. That's the reality of this experience of leading others. You don't get to be perfect. You just have to be empathetic toward others and yourself. I've had to lead uh, stress management courses when one hour prior my laptop was stolen with all my documents on it. I've had to get on stage when I have been violently ill and vomited right before I got on stage, gave a speech for an hour, got off stage, vomited again, passed out in the car, and was carried home. I've had so many different challenges in these years of being a speaker. But I think the hardest is facing the fact that I'm human. Facing the fact that on days that I need to dispense advice, I'm not the best at taking it. But no one could ever believe a messenger if they believed that that messenger was perfect. You could believe no message if you wanted the messenger to have a flawless record with their content. It's not possible. Now, of course, you want to be able to resonate with people who are of integrity and character and align with your value system, but I promise you, even those gurus, even the people you look up to, have days where they have fallen. And I want to prepare you for that yourself. You have to know you're going to fall. It's inevitable. Be gentle with yourself when you do. And the last thing I want to share with you in this segment of Lucrative Speaker Tip, you might wonder, what would people want to learn from me? What value do I have to give? I just want you to think about what problem have you solved that your younger self would have been totally amazed that you solved it? What is a problem you have solved in your life that the younger version of you was struggling with? Because that's what's going to make you a lucrative speaker, is teaching that solution. What have you solved that your younger self struggled with? 
That's what people want to know. All right, my friends, I'm out of here. If you enjoyed this program, go check out our Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups slash lucrative speaker. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash lucrative speaker. Make sure that you sign up for there and have the conversation with me online about what problems you've solved and how you want to help others solve them in their lives. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure and subscribe to The Sean Stevenson Show on iTunes and leave a review of the podcast. For more information and further conversation, head on over to our Facebook group, Lucrative Speaker. I'm Sean Stevenson, your professional speaking guide. I'll catch you next time on The Sean Stevenson Show. You've got a message. Let's get it to millions. <laughs>